Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. I was just thinking. So I'm out here for a walk on the very last day of January 2021. This year feels like it just started, and now our first month is coming to a close. And tomorrow won't be February. 28 days, and then we're into March. So literally, in less time than it took us to get here this year, we will be into March. Always love that about February. The other thing I always love about the fact that February is short is most years anyway, it is the end of our winter season here in South Central PA. It's not to say we can't get snow in March or in April, um, but it's a lot less common than it is in February. Uh, without a doubt, the, uh, the bullseye on my area for large snowfalls is the last week of January, first week of February. And normally I take vacation on one of those two weeks. I've never tried taking vacation for both weeks, but yeah, I always take vacation for one of the two, and it's usually the last week of January. And, uh, you know, when I do that, I have a good 50-50 chance of missing some rather large snowfall, not having to travel to work in it. So it has served me well to do that vacation schedule every year. So uh, true to form, 2021, we have a nor'easter going to show up here on Monday, which would be February 1st. The, uh, the beginnings of the storm is, uh, is going to get here today, but we're only forecasting like about three inches tops of snow today. One to three. Not a big deal today, but uh, then once it transfers all that energy over to the low, it's going to hang up off the coast, and that's going to go shoot up the northeast coast, hence the nor'easter name, and that's what's going to give us our really interesting weather tomorrow. So, there it is. So, so far, 2021 is acting like a normal year, and couldn't we certainly use a lot more normal? <laughs> So there you go. So once I'm done taking uh, Lady Bird for her walk, I have a uh, I have a training run I have to get in before uh, before any of the wet stuff shows up. So I'll get that in, and then we'll uh, pack it in for the day and uh, just uh, you know stay home, stay safe. That's that's kind of the thing. But uh, training is going particularly well. Let's talk about some running stuff. It's the whole reason for this show. So, did a 
Magic Mile. And if you're not familiar with Jeff Galloway and the Magic Mile, it's basically a training workout to see how fast can you run a mile. And from there, they make some some guesses, some inferences as to uh, how fast you can do other workouts or how hard you should do other workouts. It's very much kind of like, if you're familiar with like the Maffetone system, um, which is based, basing it off your heart rate and things like that. It's kind of kind of an idea. Hang on a second here, probably. Hang on. Daddy's going to flip up the, uh, the finger stuff. Woo, because it's chilly. It's chilly today. There we go. I have my outrageously warm Icelandic gloves on today. So, yes, if you're ever looking for winter clothes, go to Iceland, bring lots of money, and buy all your winter clothes in Reykjavik. Best winter clothes on the planet. I actually have a pair of gloves that we've had since 2014. Um, They're just amazing. I mean, you know... They're not a world power, but man, let me tell you, when it comes to making winter clothes, they know what the heck they're talking about. So, these things are amazing. If we'd had more money, I would have bought, I would have bought at least one sweater and one of their winter jackets they had there, because I'm sure those things are warmer than all get out. But I have a nice jacket that I have here, so this is fine for the kind of winters we get here, but yeah. Definitely put Iceland on your list of places to go. One, because it's a cool place to visit, but uh, definitely a great place to buy winter gear. They know what they're talking about. So, even if you can't understand them. So, no, we're looking, yeah, you're looking for food is what you're looking for. You're looking for, like, some sort of carrion that you can pick up and start crunching on. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of a disgusting dog when it comes to some of that, yeah dead deer and stuff like that. It's like, oh, Reagan, yeah, don't do that. So, anyway, back to running. So, I did this magic mile thing. So, of course, it starts off with a, uh, a mile warm-up at a comfortable, uh, slow pace. Then you go out, you do your magic mile again fast as you can without getting sick, without needing to puke, without having some sort of a coronary event. It's not that kind of fast. All right. And uh, then of course you cool down with another three miles at a comfortable pace when you're done. So uh, very pleased to say that I was able to do a 745 mile which I know to some people is like crazy lightning fast. Um, And considering I'm going to be 55 years old this year, it's probably crazy lightning fast for me. Gone are the days when I could do a mile in 555 as a 16-year-old. So one of the things hard, I think, sometimes uh, remind yourself that you are not the person you used to be. And you're really only competing with the person you are now, not with the person you were 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So, but you know, it's, it's called being human, right? There it is. 
But anyway, so yeah, 745, really pleased with that. Uh, but what I'm really even more pleased than the time was uh, I was able to actually pace myself for the first three quarters of a mile. And I uh, was basically hanging around an eight-minute pace. Um, maybe slightly a little over an eight-minute pace, like an 8.05 for the first three quarters. Because, of course, my usual issue is I go out way too fast and then uh, I'm slowing down for lap number three and slowing down again for lap number four. So I'm like, let's not do that. Let's find a pace that we can keep and we know we can keep for all four laps. We'll do that for the first three so it'll be comfortably fast as I was uh, describing it before to uh, Coach Chris and to my buddy Dave. And uh, then after three laps at comfortably fast, we will then pick it up for the last lap for non-puking but fast, fast. So that's what I was able to do. And uh, and again, I say this just as uh, to give you some markers, not, not as bragging, but I uh, was able to average a 7.11 for the last quarter mile. That was my pace. So that's what got me 7.45 for the entire... Uh, for the entire mile, so uh, pretty cool. So I think next time I have a magic mile planned, I'm gonna do the same thing. I'm gonna go out and probably try to see if I can't stick stick to eight eight minutes for the first half, and then try to bring it down <clears throat> to say 7:45 for the next quarter, and then once again kick in the, uh, the afterburners for the last one and see what I get. You know? Kind of come at it that way, because you know, I'm not doing any races where I'm going to need to do a mile. Um, again, I'm training all, all this training is for a, uh, a half marathon, so 13.1, but, so, you know, the faster I can do this mile, then the more likely I can do my intervals uh, quicker. Uh, but that was the other thing, of course, that comes out of this magic mile. So again, so I got a waypoint now, and so I now have some new data, um, or data, I suppose, if you like that terminology better. I like data better. Um, but, uh, you know, potato, potato. Um, and so I heard back from Coach Chris, so now I have new goals to shoot for. So my goal for my long runs just came down to 11.15. And that's, again, that's with the walking. So that's a 60-30 run walk. And I'm still averaging 11.15 overall. So again, that means I'm going to have to be doing probably 10-minute miles, I think, um, <coughs> when I run. Uh, in order to uh, average out at 11.15 when you throw in a walk uh, every uh, every minute. So there you go. And then my race pace um, has now bumped up 
to, I have to run a 9.15 pace. And then I'm doing a two-minute run with a 30-second walk. So I have moved up from the 90-30, 90 seconds run, 30 seconds walk, to well, basically the 120-30. So 120 seconds or two minutes of running, then 30 seconds of walking. So I feel like I've graduated. Maybe I should have a... Uh, a gown and a cap with one of those funny little mortar boards and I can you know I can take my little tassel and move it over to the right. <clears throat> there you go. So that's it. That's my update. I haven't done one in a little bit, but I wanted to wait till I actually had something to say. Well now I have something to say. We have a couple of stray flurries in the air right now, but nothing hitting the ground and staying. We've got a lot of dry, cold air here, so it's going to take it a while before it actually starts to pick up, but once it picks up, and depending upon where it all sets up, by uh, by Tuesday morning, so basically two days from today, there could be anywhere from 8 to 18 New inches of snow at my house, so. We shall see what we shall see. We're all set up, we're all safe. I'm, uh, no place I need to be. And, uh, we'll get through this just fine. So there it is, from South Central Pennsylvania, from JD, and the, uh, the lovely ladybird, otherwise known as Reagan. It's the end of another episode. Um, and, uh, oh wait, you know what? Before I go, one other cool thing. So I need to do this little shout out here. Um, so speaking of my buddy, Just Plain Dave, um, do need to shout out uh, a big thank you uh, to my buddy, Just Plain Dave, for making a quick stop by um, the house or as they would say in Canada, house, and uh, hanging out for about 20 minutes but on his way back to, over to Lancaster. So uh, we, did a, uh, we did a couple of recordings that will show up on another podcast. So uh, if you're fans of the, uh, the Extra Mile, you'll get to hear those recordings over there. And uh, if you're not fans of the Extra Mile... Um, What's your deal? <laughs> you know, it's it's a great show. So, uh, but on a serious note, if you have not heard of the Extra Mile, um, then definitely you want to get over there and uh, and listen. Um, it is a uh, it's a very uh, community oriented and uh, uplifting kind of a show. You know why? Because it's twelve steps for runners. That's really what it is. You know, that's the secret sauce with that show. It's twelve steps for runners. Hi, my name is Jim, and I'm a runaholic. Here's what I've done. I'm telling you, it's what it is. It's 12 steps for runners. So there you are. Yep. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe my buddy Kevin will put out a book, you know? You can actually call it Runners Anonymous. Although the thing, of course, if it was Runners Anonymous, you're never trying to get over it. It's just, you're just kind of chatting with people who are like-minded. So there you go. 
So now I am done. And we're almost back to the house. So stay warm, stay well. If you live places where it's warm already, um, be thankful that you do. Because it will not be here until probably the end of February. So uh, there it is. But uh, take care. And uh, we'll talk again later. See ya. Who's a good puppy, huh? Who's a good puppy?